We all need encouragement, especially Christians in this day and age where we're going after the plans that God has for us, but then life comes at us or things happen that transpire that try to steal the plans that God has for us away from us. Well, today I want you to be encouraged with some inspirational stories and practical tips on how Christians just like you go after the plans that God has for them. So get ready to be encouraged today. Okay, since the Be Encouraged Today podcast is all about inspiring intentional Christians, let's talk about intentionality because that is really where the rubber meets the road. You've got to be intentional about going after the plans that God has for you. And we hear that word intentionality. We hear going, you know, be intentional, be more intentional, but we often don't talk about what that looks like practically. So today, I want to give you three ways to be intentional about your work week. So how do you go after the plans that God has for you in your work? And when I say work, I mean that in every sense of the word, meaning that your work and what God has you doing and you're going after the plans that God has for you could be ministry. It could be in an organization. It could be in your own business. It could be the work that you're doing for somebody else, but you're doing work, right? You're, we're all working. It's so funny is that I remember when I was a career outside of the house person and working all the time, going to a job, working in the field of training and organizational development, that there was this differentiation between working women and stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home women. And it was so silly to me because I'm thinking, we're all working women. <laughs> I thought that was so crazy. We're, we're all working. Whether you are working in an office, you know, outside of your house, or you're working in your home with your kids or managing your home, you know, you're still working. So I always thought that was so silly. So anyways, that's just a, an aside because I ended up leaving my career back in 2007 to come home, help my husband in ministry and homeschool our children. And I just remember there was just such this defining factor between working moms and stay-at-home moms. And I was thinking, number one, I'm a stay-at-home mom now that doesn't stay at home that much because you're taking your kids everywhere, grocery stores, park, doctors to visits, you know, doing all the things, but we're still working. So I want to lay that out here for you. So if you are a working mom, dad, person out in the, this world, it doesn't matter where you are, you're working. If you're going after the plans that God has for you, you're working. So I want to encourage you with that. So today we're going to talk about three, three ways to be intentional about your work week. So The first thing that you have to do is identify your work. So I'm going to talk to some of the people here that may not know the plans that God has for you yet. Now, we all don't know all the plans that God has for us, of course, and I'll get to that in a minute about how to discern that um, as far as Jeremiah 29, 11 goes in the scripture. But what I want to talk about here is if you are just wondering, you know, what do, what am I supposed to be working on? Here's a great way to identify the work that you need to go after. And that is, I want you to take a piece of paper 
and I want you to divide it with a line right down the middle of the piece of, piece of paper vertically. So put a vertical line right down the middle of the piece of paper. So you're dividing it in two columns, right? Now, the first column, I want you to start listing out all the things that you love to do, like things you just love to do. I love to garden. I love to decorate. I love to write. I love to read. I love to woodworking, do woodworking. I love to bowl, you know, go bowling. I love to fish. I love to, you know, I mean, the list can go on and on. Okay. But what, what is, what are some things that you love to do? What do you love to do? Now we're going to dream a little bit here because Christians, a lot of us have lost the ability to dream because this whole pandemic that we've gone through for the last couple of years has tried to freeze us into this place of, oh, I'm just going to stay here. And I really just am ready for Jesus to come back. (laughs) And I want to break free from that. I want you to dream a little bit. I want you to start thinking about the plans that God has for you beyond maybe a paycheck, beyond maybe uh, what you do in the daily as far as your responsibilities, but start dreaming about what he has planned for you beyond that. Okay. So how you do that is you write down all the things you love to do. All right. Now make a list of things you love to do and just, just literally brain dump. And what I mean by that, that's a term in training and development that you just start just dropping those, those thoughts onto paper without giving it much thought because you can discern which ones you like the best and you don't have to put them in any particular order. In fact, I don't want you to put them in order because then you're going to start hindering your brain in putting them in order and not getting them down on paper. So just start dumping your brain of things you love to do in that left-hand column on your paper. Now, I want you to start then another list on the right-hand column. These do not correlate horizontally over to the ones in the left-hand column. Does that make sense? So you don't have to line them up. You're just brain dumping again. And we'll, we'll match them up a little bit later, but I want you to brain dump on that right side of the column. I want you to brain dump your skills. What am I good at? And you gotta be able to humble yourselves to know that God has put gifts and talents inside of you. So there's no pride in identifying things that you're good at because you're actually giving God honor by saying the things that you're good at, like as you're doing an exercise like this, because you are identifying that he gave it to you. (laughs) You're, You're giving him honor by doing that instead of it, you know, oh, I'm not good at anything. I'm kind of good at this, but not really great. You don't, I'm not saying you have to be great at, but what are you really, really good at? What are you really, really good at? Now on this list, I would not put, um, there's so many things I would not be, be putting on that list. Cooking, decorating would be two of the big ones. Um, hand-eye coordination as far as doing sports. I'm horrible at that. So those I wouldn't be on there. But there are some things that I would put on that list that I am good at. I'm good at writing. I'm good at public speaking. I'm good at encouraging people. 
I'm good at organizing things. I'm good at, you know, planning, uh, whatever it is that you're good at. You just start listing some things down. If you can only think of maybe three things, that's fine. What are some things that you are good at doing? I am good at listening. Maybe you're good. You're a great listener. Maybe you are great at, you know, cleaning. I know some friends of mine that they're, they're really good cleaners. They, they do a great job cleaning. Maybe you are great at giving advice to people, counseling people. You know, I don't know what it is, but take a moment and write down all the things that you're good at. All right. So now you've developed this, this brainstorming sheet of things that you like to do, things that you enjoy doing, and things that you're good at doing. Now, here's where we match it up, right? Because the things that you like to do and the things that you're good at doing, when you can connect those two things, you are good at something and you enjoy it, then that is a, poss- a high possibility that God has called you to focus in on that area because he's given you the ability to be really good at it and he's given you a passion to do it but it's got to match up. I mean, you think about like American Idol, like the the um, the music show, or uh, I can't remember the other one, but anyways, the uh, America's Got Talent or whatever it is. Anyways, that there's some people that are really, they love singing, but they're not very good at it. And then they get on there and of course the judges are like, okay, you're just not going to make it here because you're not getting good. You're not any good. You may think you're good and you may love it, but you're not good. So the thing is, is that you really have to have a talent in an area and have a passion for that area in order when those match up, it's so powerful and it usually works out that that area is what you want to be able to pursue and go after and what God has planned for you. And so it's a great way to be able to match that up to, I help you identify, okay, what do I need to be going after? What is the work that I need to be pursuing? And again, the thing is, is that I'm talking about the plans that God has for you. I'm talking about dreaming a little bit. I know that you have daily, weekly responsibilities. We all have that. You may have You may have a passion to start your own business, but you still are the breadwinner for your family as far as provision is concerned, and you are still working a job that maybe you don't super like, but you're good at it, and that's okay. That's that's fine because I'm going to give you some tools. The next two out of the three are going to help you regardless. But I really wanted to first start out with you dreaming a little bit, just getting you pumped up and excited that God has more for you than just the mundane work and responsibilities of your week. He really wants you to go after the plans that he has for you, and he's going to provide that for you. And maybe it's going to take some time. Maybe you're going to have to do some things in addition to the work that you're doing in order for you to be able to move that dream forward later. 
or maybe it is just a hobby that you need to pursue to be able to help your life be more fulfilled than just the nine to five Monday through Friday. I hope that encourages you. So the, the three ways that you can be intentional about your work week starts off. I just you know, want to encourage you with that, with identifying your work. Number two is pray over your work. So now if you've identified, I need, this is really what I want to go after, right? I've matched up some things from those two columns and I really want to go after this. This. I want to write that book that I've always wanted to write. I want to start that ministry that I've always wanted to start. I want to be able to go back to school and get that degree that I wanted to get because I have this interest and this passion for this subject. I know a friend of mine that she is, she's in her late thirties and she's going back to get a degree so that she can be a biologist. And so, you know, you can dream, dream a little bit because God does have plans for you and you can pivot in those plans that he has for you, even for your nine to five work week. But this one, number two, pray over your work. That goes with all of it. That goes with your nine to five. That goes with, you know, your responsibilities that you do throughout the week that you've got to those chores and those tasks and things that you just have to do that maybe aren't the most fun but also the dreams that he has for you. So pray over your work, pray over your work, be intentional about praying over your work. And I want to encourage you with two scriptures. One is Jeremiah 29, 11. Now I'm going to say this because Jeremiah 29, 11, you can go into any Christian's home and pretty much find that like embroidered on a pillow or, you know, put like on a frame on a wall. It's actually in a frame on my living room wall. Christians have it tattooed on their arms. I mean, this is a very popular Christian scripture, but the power of this scripture is in the verses that follow Jeremiah 29, 11. So Jeremiah 29, 11 says that God knows the plans that he has for us to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us hope and a future. Oh man, that's encouraging, right? You can't get more encouraging than that hope in a future. What? That's awesome. Okay. But a lot of Christians are like, wow, God's got plans for me and it's wonderful. And he knows those plans and he'll reveal those plans when he's ready to me. And I'm just going to wait around for the plans of God. Well, there's some things that you can do while you're waiting around to be able to know which way that you need to go towards the plans that God has for you. And that's a verses 12 and 13. Verses 12 and 13 say, we call on him, we come to him and we pray. And he listens to us and then we seek him with all of our heart and we find him and he delivers us from captivity. Now, what captivity is that? Well, Jeremiah was talking about the captivity of God's people, like physical captivity. They were taken into captivity from their own from their own land they were taken into captivity of another land but also captivity is just that that freezing that stopping that not pursuing his plans for us oh my goodness like the 2019 2020 2021 all of the pandemic covid all the things and the lockdown and all those things captivity 
oh my goodness, that's like captivity of your mind. There's so many Christians. I've talked to so many Christians that just felt frozen. They just felt like they just didn't know what to do. And that's captivity too. So I really want to break you out of that. I really want to be, have you be encouraged today to go after the plans that God has for you and praying Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13 and doing the through 13, calling on God, coming to him, praying and listening to him, be still and know that he's God and he'll speak to your heart that, and then just keep seeking him, seeking him out, dip your toe in something, try something, try one of those things on your list that matches up that passion and that strength that you have and see kind of where that leads and go down that and God will, he'll give you discernment. He'll, he'll guide you if that's, no, I don't want you to focus on that right now, but here's something else. I love what Joyce Meyer talks about. She's like, God can't move a parked car. You got to get started. You got to get moving. And so that's a great scripture to pray is Jeremiah 29, 11 through 12 and 13 are great. Another great scripture too is Proverbs 16, 9. And that says a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his step, his steps. Now, the thing is, is that a man's heart plans his way. Now, if you have a heart after God, if you're seeking God with all your heart, then you are going to better hear and discern what those plans that God has for you. If you have a heart for money, you have a heart for the world, you have a heart for, you know, being noticed and a heart for fame and a heart for, you know, what other people think of you, then that's where your heart is. So then you're going to not be, in line with God's heart, and you're not going to hear him as you start doing those things. So if you align yourself with Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13, and you call on him, you come to him and pray, you listen to, he, he's going to listen to you. And then you seek him with all your heart and you keep pursuing him daily from your heart. Then you can start planning with the Lord because your heart is aligned with him. And then he's going to start directing your steps. He's going to show you, he's not going to show you like what to do. He might give you a glimpse of what your life is going to look like, maybe like five years from now, but he is going to help you concentrate on what's your next, next step. What do you need to do next? And he's going to start directing those steps for you. So start praying over the plans that God has for you daily and weekly. Now, the weekly is what I want to talk about because that is number three. Number three, generate a weekly plan for your work. Generate a weekly plan for your work. Now, this is really important. If you don't know the big dream or not even a big dream, whatever size dream it is to write a book or start a business or go back to school or redecorate your, your living room or whatever it is. If you're still focused on nine to five and you still don't know that either way, if you're, if you're going after a dream that God has put on your heart or you're still 
focused on the nine to five and figuring out what that dream is that God's put on your heart to pursue, whether it be a hobby or it be a business or organization or a ministry, then you still can generate a plan with God every single week. And this is my number one productivity tip. Oh my goodness. I hope that you get a hold of this. If you can just meet with yourself at the beginning of your week, every Sunday, meet with yourself every Sunday at the beginning of your week. Now, if your week starts on Tuesday, like mine does, you can meet with yourself on Monday. But at the beginning of your week, meet with yourself for 30 to 45 minutes every single week and you start syncing up your calendar, syncing up your to-dos. You start to pray planning scriptures over your week so that you can start pursuing the plans that God has for you in a greater way. I actually teach this in a mini course that I have that is all about simplifying your your weekly plans. And I have a guide and checklist that goes with that mini course. I actually have a membership group called the Go-Getters Club, the Be Encouraged Today Go-Getters Club. But I want to give you something that's going to help you. And that's so fun. That is going to help you to be able to identify how you how you approach planning. Because most of the time that we look at planning as chore that you have to do. But I'm telling you, if you can generate a plan with God every single week, you can really start making big movement in the dreams and the plans that he has for you, really making some big strides and starting to do it in a way that you can keep God and family top priority in your life. I want you to go to beencouragedtoday.com forward slash quiz. I have a free quiz that I want you to take that helps you identify how you approach planning. It's just a fun way for you to identify how you approach planning. Are you a jet planner? This is a planner that's more orderly. You're really excited. You know exactly what God has called you to do. Maybe you've even started doing it in maybe starting your own business or ministry, and you are really going after the plans that God has for you, and you like things in order. You're ready to go. You're fired up. You're excited. You're a jet planner. Maybe you are a taxi planner. A taxi planner is someone that is kind of looking around at what other Christians are doing and how they're going after the plans that God has for them. And you are still praying with the Lord. What am I supposed to be focused on? What is a hobby or a business or ministry that I am supposed to be really focused on right now? That's a taxi, taxi planner. Maybe you are a locomotive planner, a locomotive planner. You have all these ideas and concepts and great ideas for a business, a ministry, or a hobby that you really want to go after with all your might, but you just don't know which one to go after. Whether you are a jet planner, a taxi planner, or a locomotive planner, this quiz will help you identify what planner personality you are. And with each planner personality, I give you three specific planner personality tips for you to be able to help take that planner personality and point it in a direction that helps you go after the plans that God has for you. So go to beencouragedtoday.com forward slash quiz. Encourage with a little B, a little D, and the word today. Be encouraged 
today.com forward slash quiz. Maybe we can make up a song. Be encouraged today.com forward slash quiz. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that again. Yeah, that was back in my vocal days. But be encouraged today.com forward slash quiz. <laughs> go check it out for that free resource that's going to help you go after those plans that God has for you in a way like you have never done it before. It's a free tool to be able to help you. And remember to be encouraged today so that you can go after the plans that God has for you. Thank you for listening to the Be Encouraged Today podcast. If this episode ministered to you, consider leaving a review so that more Christians can be able to be encouraged today. Thank you. And remember to be encouraged today so you can go after the plans that God has for you. 